Welcome to another episode of Brunches and Crunches, a podcast about health, fitness, and lifestyle, and gaining new perspectives through the eyes of other people. Today, our guest is Kevin. He is a personal trainer, and I actually met him through a mutual friend of ours while we were filming a music video. So welcome, Kevin. (laughs) Thank you. Hi, guys. Hello. So we want to ask you about your uh, experience coming from France. Mm-hmm. How was that for you, and what inspired that move? Just as a lot of French um, kids, we, we watch a lot of American TV shows. So we grew up with Stargate, Buffy, Charm, and all those TV shows that usually shot in America. It always gave us, I don't know, like an American dream type mm-hmm. of kind of thing. So when I was older enough to want to move and try to discover new stuff, I applied to, it's called like a work holiday visa, and I decided to go to Vancouver because I learned that Smallville was shot in Vancouver. (laughs) (laughs) So, and like Stargate actually too. So I was like, why not just go there? So I just took my suitcase, got my permits and everything, and just flew to Vancouver. Wow, that's super dramatic. Yeah. (laughs) What did your family think? It was really scary because I'm the only one that left from like generation of friends. Yeah. Everyone stay in France with like different parts of it. So I just like I went straight away. How old were you at the time? I think it was twenty twenty uh, twenty two. Wow, that's young. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really yeah, that's a great experience. It's just in France at the time it's really hard to get jobs if you don't have lots of experience. Mm-hmm. When you go see employers, they're like, oh, did you work previously with like another company? You're like, well, no, I just got graduated. Like, well, we want someone with five years experience. And they're all like that. So like, if no one's give you the shot, then you will never get those five years experience. Mm-hmm. As in Vancouver, I arrived three weeks after I got my first job at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I, was nev- I never worked in restoration, coffee shops or anything. Mm-hmm. And they just hired me and okay. yeah, gave me the shot. Nice. So did you go to school for personal training here? Or did yes. you have that? Yes, so I studied something totally different in France. Okay. It's called logistics. So it's basically everything that, that happens between the creation of one product to when it arrives to the customer. So all the chain in between. Interesting. So really, like a really big part. I really like it, it just, it wasn't made for me, I think. Yeah. I learned a lot from it because you can really put that back in all kind of um, situation like personal situation, organization, other like Starbucks. I I use it a lot too. Um, so I did this for four years in France. Wow. And then when I moved to Vancouver, I just worked. And so I stayed in Vancouver for a year. When my visa expired, I had to go back to France for a year and a half, and I had to come back here hmm. because it was just way better. So I decided to move back to Toronto because it was way cheaper at the time. And that's where I decided to study again and personal training this time at George Brown. So going back a little bit, I think I wanted to maybe get a sense of what was that like preconceived idea that you had of Vancouver before you had actually landed? Did you have any sort of like expectations in mind for what you might expect? Like, did you want it to feel like Smallville? Um, it was just like more, actually just, 
everything more accessible mm. and trying just new stuff because everything was really unknown mm. and I had like a good level of English but like when I right here I I saw that actually it was really really minimum it was really hard to communicate mm. and I guess I was scared too and intimidated with everything around and I don't it was just bigger and I'm from like a small town in France that's maybe the part two yeah so like everything was way bigger better mm. everything well in Vancouver you had everything around like big buildings and now you have the beach and then just across um, parks and everything mm. so we're just like everything that I love in just one spot mm. and yeah I had no really expectation I just wanted to discover and learn I think that's the essence of those like work holiday visas it seems like I've met a few people who kind of travel with those work holiday visas and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of it is like you know you're kind of going into an unknown place and just trying to find work that you know is different from what you're used to yeah and totally. then trying to kind of adapt to the mm -hmm. culture that you're experiencing so and it's not the same mindset because so i had no no idea that I will stay longer than a year. Right. So I just like worked yeah. and then meet people, party a little bit and then just going around camping. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really plan to, to move here. So like my yeah. mindset was really different mm. too. Well, like a vacation, a really long vacation. Mm. <laughs> what was working at Starbucks like? Because I've talked to people and they've told me, you know, it's a pretty nice place to work at as like your first job. but. Like Honestly, it was really great. The yeah. team I had was the best. It that was funny because it's a big rotation at Starbucks. Like people leave and go all the time. The turnover. Yeah, and so by the time I finished after a year, I was the older, like the oldest member of the team. Mm. Yeah. So when I arrived, it was really good. Everyone was like so helpful, so nice. That's great. And same thing, customers. Well, I was in a business. Um, area too, so that people were nice, and it was always the same person coming back every day. Oh, that's right. nice. Um, but it depends on the location and the person you worked at. Because yeah. I worked at different locations here in Toronto, and sometimes it's not the greatest, it just yeah. depends. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of factors. Hmm. But it's a good, really good company, to be honest. Okay. And so, and then when you were in Toronto, that's when you kind of like picked up the personal training? Uh, yeah, so my initial goal was to get the PR mm -hmm. um, through Starbucks. Okay. So rules are different between provinces. So with Vancouver, I couldn't because as a shift supervisor, it wasn't eligible for PR anymore. Mm. But when I arrived to Toronto, it was still the case. Oh, I see. So I worked at Starbucks and after a year and a half, um, I was almost assistant manager mm -hmm. and they removed the status of the immigration part so I couldn't apply for it anymore. So plan B <laughs> was to study again okay. and after that to get the exper enough experience to apply for it. Mm -hmm. And so that's how like everything went back to this. But that's funny, uh, when I was at Vancouver the first time, I wrote down like a, a blog for my family to follow mm -hmm. through all my adventures. And actually at the end, I wrote down that I wanted to study that in France. And I totally forgot that I actually wanted, that was my plan mm -hmm. going back to France. I did something totally different. Yeah. And yeah, when I went back to Toronto, I actually followed what I was supposed to, what I wanted to do at first. Yeah. So everything goes back to 
what I wanted. Is that what kind of drove you to to learn, how, like, to be a personal trainer, and how to like how did that come about? Like, what was it's the inspiration for it? I started working out when I was seventeen, eighteen, I think, with my brother. Mm-hmm. So my dad's best friend had just like a couple equipment machines in his um, garage. So just like squat, bench press, deadlift. That was it. And me, my brother and my cousin, we just trained there like a few times a week. Mm-hmm. And that's how like I started to, to like it. Nice. And then I entered my first gym and I built up on that, on that knowledge and I really liked it. Mm. And because I spent so much time there, why not just learn more about it doing stuff like the correct way and maybe teach people from what i learn Mm -hmm. i can learn all the time and i can teach all the time new stuff too Mm -hmm. personal growth yeah and kirsten's really big into the gym yeah i was i might have slightly changed well obviously with covid yeah i kind of i actually ditched my gym membership because i started doing things like cycling um, and then just like home workouts, but yeah, I was really into the gym for a long time. Started with my brothers. I have three older brothers, so they always were working out, and I wanted to be one of them because like that was the cool thing to do. So I was like, yeah, we had like I think we had a bench press and like a chin up bar, mm-hmm. and they were really into UFC, so they'd always be like, put the gloves on, let's fight. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like teaching me how to fight and stuff, and then it kind of just became like maybe a form of therapy too because I was mm-hmm. like living in the country away from all my friends and I felt frustrated to be on my own so then I would like go for runs and like listen to music and like get inspired and like by music and stuff like that and then it just kind of evolved further into like now I'm idolizing people on the internet that look a certain way and how can I achieve that and then I started going to the gym before school and high school and like working out and I honestly didn't really know what I was doing I was just kind of like okay let's just spend at least two hours in there and do as much as I can, which was obviously not the right way to go about it, because I was like destroyed every day, like, oh, I'm so sore, but I'm like, oh, you need it to get gains, and mm-hmm. that was just my mindset, but then like, as I got more information, I was like, okay, no, you need rest day, and okay, you can split it up like this, I think I talked to like a personal trainer when I was trying to do like a fitness show, and they're like, okay, yeah, you want to split up your muscle groups, and like isolate, and grow, and like, mm-hmm. so I did that for a long time, and it became a little on the obsessive side of things, and then I kind of got like an unhealthy relationship with it through the bodybuilding, because after so long, it started to warp into something that just didn't feel like like health anymore, mm-hmm. like it just all these like mm-hmm. extreme measures of like loading carbs and cutting water and just like weird stuff and I'm like this doesn't seem healthy anymore and like health and vitality was kind of my goal Mm -hmm. not just the appearance of looking like I'm in shape but really I can't do a pull-up you know what I mean so that's kind of been my relationship and now that COVID's happened I've kind of taken a step back and been like okay let's just do like functional fitness and like feeling good I don't want to be in pain this kind of stuff and like flexibility so I'm still kind of on, like, I'm on, like, a still a learning curve with it and trying to figure out where I want to go next with it. Uh, so, yeah, that's been kind of my experience with it, so. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about previously, like, reasons why people work out and why they get into it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be a number of factors, right? Like, to lose weight. There's a lot, like, yeah. I, yeah. And, like, I don't know, to build muscle, to look a certain way, as you were kind of mentioning, and also just, like, I don't know curiosity maybe <laughs> like what people are actually doing at the gym 
Um, it's a lot based on um, society as well. Right. Because when, when you see like all those magazines and you yeah. never know at the end, like it's been proved more and more often that yeah. all the, those pictures are actually fake, like it's Photoshop and everything. So like mm -hmm. it's, it creates like a, a, a really hard standard to reach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for my, on my side with my clients, I mm -hmm. don't really try to like to compare and go towards that. It's more towards um, like what you want to do and I try to deep, to go deeper and see the reasons, like if it's helped, if it's like a stress release from work, if it's yeah. because you really don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. or like they want to achieve something, like mm -hmm. uh, they want to start lifting that way, and then increase and for that it's a good goal because they mm -hmm. just want to do that. There's a lot of ways to, to reach what they want to do. Mm -hmm. It just needs to be the good way and not like going towards something that would, it's not reachable and right. not healthy to go towards too. Yeah, because I remember I think I started going to a gym when my doctor was like, oh, you're a little under the like average weight that you're supposed to be. Why don't you try like putting on some muscle? And I was like, I don't know how to do that. I've never yeah. been to a gym before. Right? Doctors so. are funny. <laughs> just put, yeah, yeah, it's, it's more complicated than just like, yeah, put some muscle on. Yeah. Like it depends on your body type. Some people have like a really fast metabolism. So if they don't yeah. know that they need to eat way more than normal well mm -hmm. like average metabolism right then everything you're gonna do won't necessarily be effective no and you have to try different stuff and see if it works if it works good if it doesn't work you need maybe to switch something maybe the way you train maybe the way you pull your your lifting yeah. the way you eat and stuff like this so it's it's not that easy yeah. a lot of it just comes down to actually like reading books and mm -hmm. like learning a little bit more about your own body and how yeah. it functions right like the and diet is a huge part of it too mm -hmm. it is yeah people don't think like yesterday or a couple days ago i saw a picture on internet it was um like an iceberg it was like um, working out 30 percent and then it was like a biggest part of the iceberg mm -hmm. underneath the water it was like diet mm -hmm. so i won't say those percentage are correct but like at least yeah, that like needs to be a really big part of it too. And I think we chatted previously too, the same way that, you know, you see images and they're kind of like a distorted version of reality. You also see a lot of diets kind of being promoted where mm -hmm. there's like so many extreme. different options, right? Yeah. And very extreme ways. And so people hop on the diet, they try it out for a week or a couple of weeks and it doesn't work for them. And they kind of fall off of it and do something else and try mm -hmm. something else. And that's the most dangerous thing is and I don't really like like the word diet. I like more like um, just a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's more because like when you do all those restriction diets, yeah. so it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. So yeah, after like a few weeks or a couple of months, you, you cannot follow it. So you're going to do something else instead. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to do something from keto to high carbs to high protein. And then your body's just going to be lost and mm -hmm. won't know how to respond to all of those new triggers that you're just eating. And it's just gonna messes up. Yeah, messes up everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. So it's more like try to eat everything. Right. Just like be careful with quantities and just based on your um, goals and on your metabolism. Maybe you need to eat more protein or something like this. But like it needs to be adjusted to your yeah. to your own. Um, what is some advice that you might give for someone who's like first starting out at a gym, doesn't really know what to do, is like, is the best way to like 
seek out a personal trainer? Is it to kind of like just try things out and like, but not to go too overboard and do everything all at once? Any sort of like words of wisdom that you might be able to? To be honest, I feel like gyms should offer maybe like at least two sessions free when members arrive, mm -hmm. like really new members because they don't know anything. Right. And they don't know really how their body works, probably they don't know yeah. what to lift, how to do, which machines to use. Um, because I, I registered to my first gym and so I had have done like a few movements before, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't really know what to do after. Right. So I just entered there, I got my membership and I was lost. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of doing what I knew and that's it. And then I was trying to follow what people were doing mm -hmm. without really knowing what it was supposed to do and how it was supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. And I could have hurt myself. I could have, um, like there's a lot of stuff that can happen and your growth won't happen if you don't do it properly too. Mm -hmm. And in a smart way, like to increase slowly, but nicely yeah. instead of like going from like 10 pounds to 45 pounds and uh, you do one rep instead of 10 but you right. think it's good because you lift 45 pounds <laughs> it's yeah there's a lot of stuff it's like if you it's like everything in life if you want to i don't know be engineer like you're not going to go to a place and do and say oh i'm going to do this and this and this if you didn't learn before mm -hmm. it's like everything you need to learn and to be able to apply it Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I be like... consistent. I think you mentioned that before too, because I've seen a lot of people that like go to the gym, like girls mostly, and they start to work out and they're like watching the scale and they're like, oh, I'm more, like I weigh more, like I'm not going to the gym anymore. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it's not working. And then, but they don't realize like muscle weighs more than fat, yeah. and, like, things like that. But they're so caught up in like that numbers that they don't really mm -hmm. like give it a chance. Um, but yeah, and like consistency, it could take like at least a month before you see like. Any, yeah. anything in that area maybe you're trying to like get more definition in your legs and it could take you a month mm -hmm. so like I definitely have heard people like yeah they go like a week and they're like I'm not seeing anything I'm, I'm done it's like, yeah a week is really short like it's like everything in life if you want to save money you're not going to save enough to buy a house in a week like you need to be consistent in your mm -hmm. work and save more than you spend and it's exactly the same just go and some people are really good with like following a plan the same thing for like a few weeks and then switching it and like that like you don't have to think about what you have to do you just need to apply it it could be a good way for some people but yeah consistency and you have to do it well to be able to do it and same thing the scale number unless like you like it's a really heavy person and that in, you need to be able to to see like if something is working so like the numbers are good but I tend to not use any scale because mm -hmm. it's better to to feel the the differences and like more like visuals of pictures. Mm -hmm. And sometimes numbers doesn't mean anything because when you see like a weight loss program, for example, um, everyone will go down. But like for example, Monday, Tuesday will go down, Wednesday will go up, Thursday will go down, Friday a little up and down. But at the end of the week, if you started at I don't know one fifty and you ended up at um, 148 that's still like you decreased your weight even if you like moved up and down like it will it won't be linear mm -hmm. linear is the word yeah <laughs> so yeah i've been in certain gyms where they kind of like present those numbers back to you as okay like here's 
uh, the amount of body fat that you have. We've kind of done a measurement and here's sort of like a program for you to kind of get on track. And to me, it just sounded and felt like a sales pitch. And it felt like they were just really trying hard to get me on their like personal training program mm -hmm. so they could kind of like charge me whatever amount it was. And it didn't feel like a more personal like experience. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like the way you're kind of talking about it is it is kind of like geared towards your needs and it has to be kind of geared towards like what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish. Well, big companies will be that way, like trying to sell as much as, as, as they can and they even ask trainer to go on the floor mm -hmm. at the gym and try to sell on the spot, which yeah. that's the part I hate. That's why I don't work at the gym anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I understand in the way that they have to make money to be able, because there's that huge spaces, machines cost a lot of money, they have employees, but yeah, they could be more like smart about it and be more personal. I went once when actually I arrived to um, Toronto, I, I subscribed to Good Life. Mm -hmm. And so they had that free session when you register. Yeah. So I just did it just to see how it was. I wasn't a personal trainer at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want any personal training. Yeah. And they really like pushed me and they just say like, oh, if you want to change into your life, you have to do this. Mm -hmm. And like it was really expensive. They were ask, they were asking like, oh, it's uh, six hundred a month right now, paying right now. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's my rent. I just moved here. I work. It's like no, <laughs> no, I won't it's do like it. Not reasonable for you for yeah. you to afford at the time. Mm -hmm. then, I think yeah. And they're just pressuring people, pushing, mm -hmm. trying to make them uncomfortable for them like to mm -hmm. to buy it. And then if you feel bad, well, they don't care. They just like they got the contract. They got the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much had the exact same experience at like a large corporation gym here. Like I, they had like, oh, we'll give you a free like, um, they said personal training. Yeah. So I was like, okay, consultation. great. Consultation. Yeah, maybe. So I like, I was all geared up and like ready to go. Mm -hmm. And then I get there and we just sit on a couch for like an hour while he tries to pitch me this thousand dollar, like six week program. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm like, I could probably do a quarter of that. And like that would be feasible, but he's like, well, no, you won't get the results if you don't if you don't like pay now. And as soon as I like stopped showing interest to paying, he was done with it. Like he didn't want to like mm -hmm. help me in any other way. So it just it felt not genuine, I guess, like the intention behind it. Yeah. But yeah. then I've also had like another smaller gym I went to where you you could pay for personal training, but you didn't even have to because the people that work there would just help you for free anyways because mm -hmm. they genuinely wanted to help the people that went to their gym and yeah. cared about you doing proper form and if they saw you they'd actually come over and be like yo like be careful i don't want to see you hurt yourself like yeah. mm -hmm. you know the amount of people that i know that have hurt themselves from squatting whatever oh, like i know so, so many, many my boyfriend. every day at the gym i can see like movements done like in the wrong position but you're not going to go every time like i'm working out i see it like I wish I could just go and say, okay, just be careful, do this and this. Mm -hmm. But first, like the gym I work at, at won't let me do that. And yeah. Yeah, yeah for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're paying you. <laughs> it's so, hard, yeah. like you can't just point it out all the time, right? No. Yeah. It's everywhere. And people get offended. Yeah. Like, oh, who yeah. are you? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, yeah. <laughs> I just want to help you, just don't break your back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that must be hard for you. Especially if you're working and you see it and you mm. like you're you have good intentions, but yet yeah you are out a couple of times like that happened. I went, and that's a good thing I learned. That's cool. It's never assume anything. Just go and say ask. Okay, so what are you working on? And like, why are you doing it that way? 
-hmm. and then from there have a discussion and say well you should do it that way and do you feel that muscle in a better way and they say yes then so just keep doing that way instead of the other one and it will be like more effective less hurtful for you right yeah they won't be on the defensive yeah it just yeah. depends how you word it yeah, that's true. So don't things. do that now. Like, do this instead. Like, yeah. Like, Ugh, no. Yeah, it's a little yeah. abrasive. Yeah. You were talking before about how people have like different learning styles and things like that, and it's also, yeah, like you said, like how you kind of like frame the way you kind of tell mm -hmm. tell them um, what to correct. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think maybe like touching on the sort of solo uh, entrepreneur lifestyle. Uh, just wanted to get into like how that came about and you know because you said um, you know after the sort of personal training like studying to be a personal trainer you get certified is there like was there a point where you kind of wanted to on your own to just be like I want to try this on my own and mm -hmm. like not kind of work for any sort of like gym or company and I just kind of wanted to uh, come out and see what I can get like uh in terms of like clientele mm -hmm. and who I can work for, then it, like, what is the what is the factor that kind of keeps you kind of doing it? Uh, um, so I think when you finish studying, it's good to work at the gym, like to get the experience, to meet other trainers, to learn from them, to have like nice discussion, mm -hmm. um, and then from there, depending. So. I, th I think it's fair from a company to to be 50-50, meaning so to get 50% of what the clients pay right. and that never happens. Mm -hmm. So I understand it's their place, they find the clients, but from just like it doesn't take long from them, like it's one consultation usually and then they send it to the trainer. Right. So obviously like we do all the work, we create the program, we, we're there, we're training them. Yeah. So I don't think it's fair for us to just only getting like 20% of what they're paying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's because of that. I was getting a lot of hours, but I was like, so if I want to grow, do I want to work 60 hours a week or do I want to work um, 30 hours a week doing exactly the same thing and be more focused on the person I'm actually helping because yeah. I have more time than being paid really little for and give everything to the company. And from there, I just decided to slowly do the transition because it's hard to go from nothing to your own business. So like right. I kept doing this for a year, yeah. I think, before like a full transition. Okay. Technically, you know, you're not allowed to have your own business in the same area yeah. that the company you're working for. Right. But because I wasn't stealing any clients, I was like finding them on the outside. Yeah. Like, I didn't see any conflict of interest. Yeah. And I think a lot of people kind of go into it that way. I definitely heard my uh, friends back in Toronto who uh, get, got into personal training. They started off working for, like, Good Life and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then they slowly, eventually went and did their own thing and started kind of accumulating clients their own way. Yeah. Um, and just kind of building up their sort of reputation that way. And mm -hmm. I think it's... A lot of it is like through word of mouth. It is actually because, so it's really hard to start, so you need to do a lot of promotion, yeah. Instagram, Facebook. I tried those flyers, but honestly, I think flyers doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so I had a few clients over here. I kept some from Toronto, mm -hmm. 
and two weeks ago like two people contacted me one from a friend and one from like an actually old post I did on Facebook six months ago mm. it was like just like a person asking for a trainer and then right. someone tagged me mm. and so that person contacted me mm. and then six months after the person saw the post mm. saw my tag and then contacted me too oh. so it just yeah if you do I think if you do a good job if you're nice person and ready to learn and just yeah I think it, it will work yeah so yeah your fitness company is Kevolution right? Kevolution Fitness. Kevolution Fitness nice. Yes. So what would you say is like your your goal or your vision for that company? It's just to help as many people as I can to to be in better health situation mentally physically because I feel, I feel those are connected mm -hmm. like if you're in a really bad um, mindset I feel it will be really hard for you to working out to get any progress as if you're like happier and more motivated then it will be way easier for you to reach whichever goals you want to go to mm -hmm. towards to um, yeah I think that's meeting people and helping them towards their goals so do you guys in your like program do you get into like anything of their lifestyle and like like any like things that have been getting them down or like how do you how do you use their life to your benefit so yeah usually so i always do um one consultation before like a free consultation we just do like a few movements i see the patterns what they need to work on and then i chat a little bit and try to see so what's the lifestyle what they're doing are they standing are they sitting are they walking um are they eating correctly or are they ordering out every time and based on that, I can slowly make changes because if you change everything at once, people won't follow it because it will be too hard, yeah. which makes sense. You just need to do like small changes. So like we're going to start by working out a week after, maybe we're going to twitch something in their diet, try to just eat I don't less of this, a bit more of this. And then as we go, like maybe uh, asking them to walk to their workplace if they can instead of mm -hmm. taking the subway or like, to increase the step number per day or just like small changes like this yeah. mm -hmm. and progressively we arrive like to a good result yes. and they're happy it wasn't too hard to stick to what uh, we ask from him right. yeah I know. I know people fear change so it's kind of a good way to do it just change one little yeah. thing at a time and then after a while everything's mm -hmm. changed and mm -hmm. I think probably they're starting to see results too that's always yeah. a huge motivator and actually, I just, well, the person that contacted me two weeks ago, he texted me actually it's yesterday, Saturday. So it's been two weeks and he dropped already 10 pounds. And just like, he's wow. really happy. Like he, he weighed himself on Saturday and texted me right after. I'm like, oh, I'm so pumped. Thank you. Thank Aww. you. I'm like, I haven't done a lot. I'm just a guide, basically. <laughs> I'm just telling him you should do this and this. And if people listen, then it yeah. should work. It's about kind of building it into their lifestyle, as mm -hmm. you were talking about, right? Yeah. Like not changing too much, and, but making sure that with whatever it is they've got going on in their life, mm -hmm. just to implement a few of those little changes. Yeah, and especially right now with COVID, like it's hard. You don't necessarily have a gym, so you don't necessarily yeah. have equipment. You work from home, so mm -hmm. you said you don't go out as often. So like it, it's more difficult for them sometimes to have any results or to be to have like less stress in their mind. Yeah. So yeah, it's more challenged. 
I started like taking walks after dinner time because I was mm-hmm. just, like I need to get out and like yeah. get a bit of exercise at least. Mm-hmm. It actually helps to clear my mind at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know we talked about. I can't remember what episode that was, but how just like working out or any physical activity is just good for like your happiness as well. Mm-hmm. It just makes you feel happier and gives you more energy and. How it's surprising how when you don't move you actually have less energy because mm-hmm. like yeah. would be like oh. when you sleep too much yeah I'd be like <laughs> oh I've been home all day and I'm like I have no energy and it's like mm-hmm. I don't get it and it's like well you need to get moving you gotta get that blood flow yeah. like get some oxygen in there you're just yeah. stagnant like mm-hmm. sitting there you know so I feel like the more I work out the more energy I have it's, it's yeah. kind of a snowball effect I guess yeah the goal as well for like the sessions uh, I do it's not necessarily unless the person won't reach be killed at the end of session just like to be to have enough energy to go through your day as well so like it needs to be hard but not like draining mm-hmm. and like being just like oh i cannot do anything else on my day mm-hmm. so like it depends on the goal but usually that's what i go towards too nice that's awesome i'm just curious like what do you think about like those like high intensity style workouts and like the- oh i love those yeah it's honestly it depends basically it's just if you do those circuits, mm-hmm. it's better for timing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have like little time, if you're really sure. busy, like a 30 minute circuit can bring, can burn you as many calories as you could do, like in a one hour circuit, mm-hmm. just like more intense. Yeah. So it just depends the style that you like. I like those better mm-hmm. than actual circuits. Yeah, I actually did something similar. Like one day after work, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, just for an hour, I'm just not going to stop moving. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just something stupid, like I'm like, like dancing or whatever it is just keep right. moving for like an hour and it was like it was amazing but time wise i feel like i got so much more done because i was just like okay on to the next on to the next instead yeah. of like sitting in between and like you know being on my phone or whatever yeah. right so it was just like it was great to just get it over with because i'm much more into that too like go in get mm-hmm. it done and move on to like the rest of your day yeah and enjoy mm-hmm. the rest of your day and feel good so yeah i like those actually because yeah, at the end of the day you don't want to be stuck at the gym the entire day just want to be like a good a part of your day where you enjoy and have your session done and then you finished and then you can move on to your work to like I don't know tasks that you have to do meet people mm-hmm. yeah just like a small part of your day cool yeah I remember I think earlier on when COVID had, uh, it was like kind of the beginning part of it there was a lot of like zoom sessions that had come out with like high intensity workouts mm-hmm. and I joined one of those and it was like really fun but also very draining <laughs> I think my body just wasn't used to it because I hadn't been to the gym in a while and so yeah it it's hard to start with that yeah <laughs> it's like why did I pick this to, to begin with and usually those are like 30 minutes maybe top 45 yeah like it's hard it will be hard to see like an hour hit session at yeah. any gym I think because like if you do an hour it's it means maybe you're not using 100% of what you could do yeah that's so true. it's like yeah 30 minutes I think it's a good good time for those good chunk of time sure. yeah mm-hmm. definitely with no rest yeah <laughs> your heart will be pumping yeah <laughs> love that feeling yeah so I guess I don't know one of the themes here is just maybe finding some balance and like you know making time to go go to the gym work out fitness in general is really important for like mental health and Mm -hmm. physical health as well so um yeah hopefully people out there can like find a you know personal trainer like kevin who's like you know their interest is not in any sort of like monetary gain from it but really just to help people um achieve what they can Mm -hmm. so 
And sometimes it's more than a, a training coach. A lot of my clients, I'm like their psychiatrist. <laughs> like they talk a lot, and I think it's a good thing, like too, because if your mind is not there when you're working out, yeah, like you won't have a good session. So like a lot of people just need to vent, yeah. which is okay for me. I think I'm a really good listener, yes. so I just do that, and I just make sure like they they can talk during the break time, but like when right. it's time to do this the the set, then it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I've so heard this a lot too yeah. from other coaches. And it's just like the end. It's tune one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good release. Yeah. A lot of people need that just to be able to just like get it out, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. In a non judgmental environment. And then you feel lighter when you finish the session, you yeah. have more energy, just mm-hmm. like a win win. Because a lot of it is like stress uh, relief too, right? When yeah. Kind of in the gym, that's kind of what you're, mm-hmm. you want out of it in some cases. Yeah, that's my goal when I go work out myself. It's just like to not think about anything else. I put my music, I stay yeah. focused on the um, on the session I have to, and yeah, yeah. stress release. Great. Yeah, I feel like in the past I've actually used my like negative emotions to fuel me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I talked about this in episode yeah. one, just like being like having a bad day at work and being like I could go like pop open a beer and sit on my couch and get angry. Or I could take all this energy and channel it into an amazing workout. And I've had a couple of those and it's great. And I've used that as a coping skill now mm-hmm. of like when I feel angry or whatever. <laughs> so it's great because a lot of people I know don't and they turn to alcohol or drugs mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So it's been like really helpful for me in that way. And sometimes you can push more during those because I had some too. And I had actually really like surprisingly, surprisingly good results mm-hmm. with those sessions. It's like the same then. When you don't want to go train, like, oh, no, I'm too lazy, too, I'm too tired, and you go. Mm-hmm. Usually those sessions are the best ones because, yeah. like, you go there and you do your thing and it, it goes really well and you're really happy and then your day is way better after. And you never regret going to the gym. No, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone, like, you're like, oh, damn it, I shouldn't have worked out today. Yeah. No, you always feel, like, invigorated and mm-hmm. you feel like you achieved something even yeah. though it's Even just... if it's a small workout, you don't have to do it now, but maybe just like a cardio machine or yeah. like a yeah. circuit in the room or in anything. Yeah, just get yeah. in there, do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a coworker who refuses to do any sort of exercise at all. Refuses? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've had chats with her about this, but then recently she's uh, signed up for a gym that's like right under our building because they recently created a gym space mm-hmm. so she's like yeah I'm gonna sign up I'm gonna go and like I think it's really important to go with her because uh, she was asking like oh when are when are you thinking of going are you going in the mornings I was like yeah I might go in the mornings and she's like oh I might come with you so um, yeah I just want to kind of like accompany her see what she's like her goals are what her you know uh, what she wants to do in the gym mm-hmm. I think it'd be really interesting to see her to kind of develop whether yeah. she kind of takes to it or not, I mm-hmm. don't know. But, uh, yeah, sometimes it's, uh, it's more motivation when you go with the body at the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do the same workout, like you help. Like, and sometimes that's a good way to push yourself because mm-hmm. there's someone to help you, like to spot you. If you, mm-hmm. for example, bench press, you want to add just like 2.5 on each side. It's not a lot, but sometimes like mm-hmm. when you're alone, it's difficult because if it right. stays down, like it's kind of dangerous. So like if you have someone yeah. behind to push up, Get those then, last few yeah. reps. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. really beneficial. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she's just getting used to like all the equipment and everything mm-hmm. too, so it'd be nice well, it's good to encourage her yeah. to keep going. I mean, yeah, nothing usually bad can come from it unless you're overexerting, but mm-hmm. I think everybody should do some form of physical activity. It's yeah. good for your mind, body, soul. It doesn't even have like to go to the gym. Sometimes some of my clients, they don't like to be at the gym, so we can do like outside circuits and I can even like uh, push them towards um, some other sports like archery tags mm-hmm. or runs or cycling or mm-hmm. any other kind of sports because not everyone likes the gym and yeah. I totally understand. I like it but I don't expect everyone to love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always like yeah, some kind of activities to be done for that. Yeah, try to make it more fun than a mm-hmm. chore. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that I've kind of, because I've spent so much time there now, I'm trying to find ways to make it fun. So like cycling or mm-hmm. cycling to a destination too. Like, oh, I get a reward at the end yeah. if I do this or like hiking. I, prefer, mm-hmm. I would prefer nowadays to be hiking or doing something outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just depends on the person. I used to be really into going to the gym because the whole mindset and the feel in there, like everyone's there to do it. So you mm-hmm. have this like camaraderie with everyone and yeah. you eventually get to know people and it's like that respect of like, Hey, I see you here today. <laughs> that kind of thing. The regulars. Yeah, the regulars <laughs> are kind of like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, my relationships changed so much with the gym over the last like five, 10 years. And mm-hmm. I'm still trying to f- come back to another place. Now I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm on a vegan diet, but I want to get to like my peak fitness mm-hmm. on a vegan diet just to, just to be like, I can do this because there's a lot of people that are naysayers on a vegan diet. They're like, mm-hmm. you can't. You no, can't I mean, do it. like you still have good um, protein amount, like foods with protein as a vegan too. You just need to to be careful and having like enough of your like carbs, protein, and maybe vitamins because you don't mm. necessarily have all the vitamin the vitamins in the in the foods as a vegan. Mm. So just like make sure you're not deficient in any any kind of vitamins, and I think that's no you you could reach it for sure. Yeah, everything is about balance. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to get like a full like diagnostic done just mm-hmm. to be just to see because I've been on it now for a month, so I should be able to get a good idea of yeah. how's my iron, how's everything. Yeah, blood test. Yeah, exactly. I mm-hmm. want to get all that done just to kind of see where I'm at. Yeah, actually, I always recommend to my clients at least once a year to have a blood test and just see the levels. Yeah. Because sometimes you might not feel it, but you can be like iron defi- deficiency or something, and mm-hmm. if you don't correct it, like you might feel tired and you think it's because you're working out too much or you're eating bad or something, but actually like yeah. it's something deeper or right. like it doesn't cost you anything. So oh, why? it's free? Yeah. Oh, so nice. It should be. It should be free. I think. It's, that's Good. like Life Labs, right? Is it Life Labs? You I think, that's I think you just can go like to a walk-in clinic and ask yeah. or like do a doctor consultation or something. Yeah. Nice. I'll definitely yeah. be doing that. <laughs> With the BC healthcare that we mm-hmm. pay for. And going back to cycling, I was thinking, so because I tell people they don't have to go to the gym, sometimes, for example, starting to cyc- to do cycling, um, they're starting to like it and they want to increase their performances. Mm-hmm. So then we can do um, like personalized programs or cycling because like um, you can increase um, the strength from your legs and all like different parts of this. And then they're going to start to like maybe again the gym because they're going to they're gonna see the point of going there, like if they're gonna do some squats and some stuff like this that will yeah. help performing better at um, with biking. Yeah. 
So like it can be the reverse way as well. Hmm. Yeah, it kind of ties it back to like the practicality of yeah. movement, right? And like, for them, like they know like the goal of it. They're not just going to the gym and lifting weights for yeah. just lifting. Yeah. Like they know they have a goal now because they like cycling, for example. Yeah, I'm definitely like a goal-oriented person. Like mm -hmm. it, it helps with fitness, especially because I remember when I was like going to the gym like six, seven days a week. When I, when I had the fitness competition, I was super motivated. As soon as that was over, I just got to the point where I'm like, why am I even doing this anymore? Yeah. Like, what's the goal here? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have anything, so it stopped. My motivation kind of stopped. Yeah. And I was, like, tired, obviously, from going so much. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think goals is definitely a good idea in, like, every aspect of life. Yeah. Like Especially small goals because they're easier to reach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you do, like, a, I don't know, a month goal and then a three like a marathon you want to uh, run a five and then a 10 and 25 mm -hmm. like it's easier to to go towards those results cool yeah that's true set yourself up for success mm -hmm. yeah rather than making these like unachievable goals oh yeah having a plan too yeah. that makes sense and like the steps towards it mm -hmm. yeah because i think most people are like okay i want seven percent body fat and you're like okay yeah. well it's gonna be a bit of a journey until then mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah that's a little number too <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's like it's hard but yeah um, it's like people going to the gym without knowing what to do. They like they arrive at the gym, and say, "Okay, so what I'm what I'm going to do now," mm -hmm. and they don't really know that. Okay, I'm going to do that, and then seeing what's available. As if you plan before and just go over there, you have exactly what you have to do. You just go towards it. You save time. It's more efficient. You're happy. You've done it. Yeah, done. Mm -hmm. As if you go there, it happened like when I was younger, going there and just being just being lost of mm -hmm. what to do. Cause I had no plans at all so it took me a long time and then at the end I was like eh. <laughs> a session done but not really I don't know happy about it yeah you're not really being productive yeah in the most out of mm -hmm. the time there yeah I've definitely had those moments where I've like walked into a gym and just like okay I don't know what I'm doing here just yeah do a couple free weights <laughs> that's about it <laughs> um any sort of like last uh, you know, words that you want to kind of uh, bring up before we kind of wrap up? Um, just not being afraid of changing something in your life because usually people that just start at the gym, mm -hmm. it's un like it's unknown. So like they, they will be scared for sure, but they need to be more open-minded about all the changes that can come and all the new stuff because it, it can be overwhelming. Right. But if you go progressively, I think it just learning more about yourself because at the end of the day it's your body mm -hmm. you move your body every day it's if you have a car and you feed it bad i don't know gas you don't do the oil check it's gonna break mm -hmm. well it's the same for your body if you don't take care of it if you don't improve it then you're gonna have a lot of um i don't know injuries and then yeah. you'll you want to live a long life healthy you don't want to go at the doctor starting like 50 yeah. years old and every year you have to do some checkup and because something is bad and so like if you think before like starting young and just go progressively towards like exercising and moving and just like in a good amount of like it's excessively mm -hmm. but i think it would be better yeah take it step by step yeah, yeah. keep it consistent yeah just be open and receptive to mm -hmm. like your experiences yeah, I would say that. Great. Awesome. awesome. So, Kevin, Kevin, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Yes. Thank you guys uh, for the invite. Yeah. And uh, Kevin's at kevolutionfitness.com. Yes, uh, this is me. <laughs> your Instagram as well, kevs underscore Winchester. Mm -hmm. So you guys can look him up there. 
And that about wraps up our this session of our Bunches and Crunches podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you.